Hello, and welcome to the Beyond Podcast, where Chris Hardwick, a seasoned adventurepreneur and executive business coach, will discuss with Nihad their shared passion for transforming corporate cultures. Chris combines the life of adventure with that of an entrepreneur and brings the spirit of adventure into organizations he works with for a positive and lasting impact on people and organizational culture. Now let's listen for great insights from two restless global citizens who are also friends and business partners. Good morning, Chris. Welcome to the Beyond Podcast. Great meeting with you early this morning. How are you doing? I'm doing absolutely fantastic, Nihad, and it's great to be here. And like you, I probably would have been great to have had a few more hours of sleep, but uh, busy burning the candle at both ends these days. Yes, I could have used more sleep myself, but happy to be here. Uh, reflecting on our friendship, I believe we met a couple of years ago, and we've been going for weekly walks where we've been exchanging health hacks and also enjoying uh, the beautiful nature, beautiful scenery that uh, Vancouver, downtown Vancouver has to offer. And before I share more with the audience, I would like you to tell us a bit more about your journey and what, uh, what you've been up to lately. Yeah, that'd be great. Uh, and feel free to cut me off at any time. Um, from Sydney, Australia, uh, parents from England, I always find heritage quite interesting. Um, and uh, chased my wife to Canada in the late 80s and uh, have lived in Vancouver, BC, Canada for the last 30 odd years. Um, I spend my time playing in the mountains and traveling around this amazing world that we live in, exploring, seeing the sights, experiencing the cultures. And I just love meeting people from all over the world. And yeah. That's what I'm all about, is going on adventures. And I was a serial entrepreneur, bought and sold, built, lost nine companies over a 15-year period um, and learned lots about that. And over the course of the last few years, have discovered executive business coaching as something that I'm incredibly passionate about. I love helping leaders find their purpose in life and determine how they would like to spend their life. And a lot of that is what we're going to talk about uh, this morning. Fantastic. Also, Chris, let's say that we do have uh, common interests. Obviously, we both love fast cars, but we're not going to discuss that here. <laughs> not today. I mean, we do have a keen interest in culture, in traveling, uh, and also in maintaining good health. Uh, I am passionate about ancestral wisdom. I have a keen interest in researching that. I've been doing that for years. Uh, an example of that would be Ayurvedic teachings. Uh, and we exchange health hacks to see how we can help each other. But I must say the, the weekly walks are a game changer because these walks were not happening during the weekend. Or, and they were not happening at the end of the day. They were happening during busy weekdays in the middle of the day or mid-afternoon. And that was really a uh, game changer 
And I must say, I do take my bike and ride nearly every day. But it's not the same because when you're talking to a fellow entrepreneur uh, and there is a great exchange, uh, I'm pretty sure your stress levels uh, go down pretty quick. And also breathing fresh air in the middle of the day is, uh, is, 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 you know, creates more space, uh, more uh, brain capacity, if I may. Now, we were not doing that in a professional setting, obviously, but I know for a fact that you leverage the exact same approach to help your clients. And this is a new and a different approach to coaching. So let's hear more about that. For sure. And yeah, we have had some and will continue to have some wonderful walks Thank you. in the beautiful forests around Vancouver. Um, and I've always had this premise that in order to set ourselves up for success and live uh, the life uh, to our true potential, it's very important that we have some foundational pieces uh, really sorted out and health and wellness, which includes both physical health, mental health, and emotional health, without um, a really solid foundation in those three areas. How can we ever be the best we can be as an entrepreneur, as a partner, as a parent, uh, as an employer, as a, as a CEO, leader, whatever role we have in life, in order to achieve our full potential, we really need to have our relationships in good order uh, and just our, our overall well-being, um, managing stress, reducing stress, and setting ourselves up for success in order to lead the, lead the life of our dreams. Absolutely, Chris. And um, reflecting back on my experience with burnout and serious health conditions from years ago, I am grateful because these were uh, very good experiences that led me to invest, research, and implement habits that changed completely my outlook, uh, changed my life, really, uh, and the, my way of being. So looking back, uh, obviously, unfortunately, I looked into it when my back was against the wall. Uh, that wasn't, that was certainly not a proactive approach, right? <laughs> and uh, the point I'm making here is why wait? Be proactive and be prepared and position yourself and your loved ones for success. Now, going back to you, Chris, I know that in the midst of climbing mountains, traveling, uh, running, biking, and taking care of clients, uh, I believe you are planning to expand, right? Yeah, well, definitely uh, making a bit of a pivot as I go from working more locally here in British Columbia and a, a little bit of work on the West Coast of the US, uh, definitely pivot into more of a global operation. Um, and that is really just aligned with my passion for global adventure. And one of the things that I've been really exploring the last few months specifically is this is this interconnectivity between adventure and entrepreneurialism and 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 business. 
Um, and I, I think that they're they're really intertwined. And um, when we think about an entrepreneur who is so passionate about this new idea that they that they they leave this safety net often of a job, uh, they 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 hustle some money from friends and family to fund this new operation. Uh, it's all about risk taking, and they they launch this business and. Um, often with no real consideration around personal health and well-being. They're so focused on this objective that they want to achieve. Um, And unfortunately, uh, I actually refer to it in my book as being a bit of a curse. It's it's almost like we're born with this uh, disease uh, and we... uh, we, we don't understand what's happening. We just know that this is something we must do and we must achieve and we must devote our life to it. And unfortunately, a lot of the time we get so focused on this uh, opportunity uh, and we're so passionate about it that we forget about looking after ourselves and we forget about uh, all of the things that we even know that we should do, you know, eating well, sleeping well. Uh, drinking lots of water, getting lots of exercise, uh, eating a clean, have, being on a clean diet, and we we forget to set ourselves up for success, and we end up, as you explained and you shared, um, often ending up in a burnout situation. And I think that any entrepreneur, whether they're a solopreneur or whether they've led major organizations globally, like you have, uh, falls into the trap of uh working too hard and they put in too many hours and they know while they're doing it that they need to take a break uh, but they don't and and you know it's it's just something that is quite it's a little sad actually um because if we if we follow our bodies if we listen to what's going on in our own bodies uh, and our own minds, we we're really aware of this, but we attempt to push it away, and that that is what causes things like burnout. We've all been there. Any entrepreneur you talk to has experienced both success and failure, as have I. I was building a group of companies a few years ago. I went from zero to fifty million in four years. Completed five acquisitions. Um, I was working, and eh, not. A ridiculous amount of hours because it's pretty hard to be in Vancouver and not be attracted by the mountains and the mountain bike riding and everything else. So I, I would say I was pretty balanced in that perspective, but only because of my passion for adventure and the immediacy and the ability to just hop on my bike and be in 15 minutes in the most beautiful mountains in the world. I should say, Nihad, that it's there's a very intentional reason why I live in Vancouver, and probably for similar reasons to you. Yes, is absolutely. That it's it's the most accessible place in the world, and I have traveled to 87 countries to date, and I plan on going to all of them. And I just, when I came to Vancouver, it was like this is everything. It's perfect that we've got the wilderness at our doorstep. We're at a major city. We can pop over to, you know, half an hour to the border into the US. We can jump on a plane to Europe and jump on a plane to Asia. And it's not a bad place to be. 
But I want to bring it back to my conversation and the question around this this sort of new uh, approach. And and what I've realized is that there's really no difference between an entrepreneur and an adventurer. They're all about taking risks. They're all about going out and doing something that is difficult, challenging, risky, um, potentially uh, harmful to your own body, depending upon how far you go. Uh, But no difference to an entrepreneur. An entrepreneur can kill himself through stress and heart attacks and diabetes and 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 you know brain disease and and cancer just like an adventurer can maybe kill themselves falling off a cliff uh or, or doing something crazy like that exactly. but they're very similar and yeah the, to the point where i've realized that they're one and the same and i've coined this phrase adventurepreneur and i realized that that that's really who i am and that's who i believe you are and I believe there's a lot of adventurepreneurs out there that uh, I would love to connect with and share with them uh, a, a nine-step plan that I've developed to coach and mentor people through this process of understanding what's going on in their world and how they uh, refocus their lives around this concept of adventurepreneurialism. Again, as you said, Chris, um, it's also about awareness. And when you're in an environment where you're constantly challenged, uh, you're constantly in a state of cognitive overload because of technology, you're challenged because you're bombarded by stress from everywhere, and you don't, you're not connected to yourself, you're not aware that you're in a constant state of stress and disease happens pretty quickly. Uh, so there's burnout, but as you said, there is cancer, there's all kinds of, of risks like strokes and heart attacks even, and they're more common than we think. So what I find with your approach is when you, uh, you remember, I was telling you, Chris, I'm busy. And you're telling me, no, 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 you're coming out for a walk. <laughs> you remember? <laughs> And that was awesome because it was a great addition to a bulletproof approach to health, nutrition, spirituality, and exercise, among many other things. But still, it was a great addition to what I was doing to remain present and healthy. But uh, what I wanted to discuss with you today, Chris, is how we take this knowledge, these healthy habits these concepts and have more of an influence on the corporate culture. Yeah, I mean that's a that's a thank you very much for that question because that does really drill into a little bit more about um, how I do what I do. And I'll share a couple of examples. Um, I started about a year ago. I switched uh, all of my two-hour wonder ones that I do with most of my clients, which are in person at their offices, uh, unless we do it via Zoom. Um, but one of the things that I've started doing, and I'll be driving uh, to to their office, and I'll say, "Hey, do you want to meet up at the local park and go for a walk in Wonder One for maybe for the first hour or something?" And invariably, the answer is, "There's a pause," and it's like, "Oh, I'd love to get out of the office. 
Um, and so I, a lot of my uh, client meetings now are walking one-to-ones. And um, there's lots of beautiful parks in Vancouver, so we're blessed with that. So it's very easy to go to a nearby park five or ten minutes from their office. And, you know, it's not like you need to have a change of clothing and stuff. Uh, maybe uh, even dress shoes will do the job, really, but often people have got, you know, maybe some casual shoes in their in their vehicle or something. And we go for a walk. And I've had situations where, you know, I remember one of my clients, uh, the first time we did it, we were literally five minutes into the forest and he stopped and he just started doing this deep breathing. And he's like, like, I can just feel the oxygen coming into my lungs. And he had like this meditative pause. And we just stood there for like five minutes. And he was just breathing in the clean air. And we went for a two-hour walk. And, um, you know, we, we, we just, it just, the creative juices were flowing. We talked about all kinds of things that were going on in his business and in his life. And he had an opportunity to share. And we walked through, we, we, we talked through those things as we were walking. And I've been doing that now uh, with some clients for a couple of years. Uh, and, you know, you can walk 10K in two hours if you walk at a good clip. And uh, a 10K walk in two hours, I mean, that, that's that's pretty impressive, but it's doable. And um, so I've got all these routes now around the city where yeah. I meet with my different clients. And some of them are a little bit more adventurous and we'll go for a hike or we might go for a bike ride or we'll stop for coffee afterwards or something. But what we've been finding is, is there's this deep, seated need that all of us have, not just business owners and business leaders, but I I think everybody has this need to get outside and get into nature. And what we forget is, is that we've spent, irrespective of your religious beliefs, we've spent hundreds of thousands, if not millions of years as homo sapiens in the wilderness. It's only in the last few generations that we've been stuck in front of computers in the office with unnatural lighting. Uh, we're in a comfortably heated or air-conditioned office, you know, with these horrendous chairs and desks that we sit in and at, and I have a standing desk, which I use regularly. But this just this is all recent. This has all happened in the last few generations, and we forget that our bodies weren't designed for this. Our bodies were designed to be outside, in the wilderness, in the forests, whatever whatever it looks like wherever you live, in the deserts. It doesn't really matter. The, the point is that's what we were designed for. So really, all I do is I get people in touch with the reality of, you know, getting out of the office and getting back to experiencing nature. And, you know, we do a lot of different things. With the clients that I work with, um, that one particular client, I called him up last Friday and there was a whole bunch of laughter and chatter in the background. And I'm like, where are you? He says, oh, I'm on my way up to see this guy gondola in Squamish with my leadership team. We're going hiking for a couple of hours. I talked to another uh, one of my clients. The same, uh, I spoke to him on the Monday. He'd been whitewater rafting with his leadership team on the Chilliwack River the week before. And, 
you know, on and on and on the list goes of the people that I've been working with. And one of the the, the same uh, results that they're all getting is their team is energized. Their team comes back into the office the next day with new ideas, with new passion for what they're doing, with new uh, vigor. And um, and they have and they they've had these what I call mountaintop experiences where now they're coming up with new ideas and and disruptive ideas to their industry and their businesses. And this is all just because they went and got outside for half a day and had a bit of fun. And these experiences galvanize the culture of the organization where they'll be laughing and sharing about the things they did, you know, last week, or, you know, I remember when we did that. And, and um, I'm hearing from my clients that since we started doing this, there has been complete transformation in the cultures of their businesses. Chris, I love your clients' feedback, but I'm not surprised at all uh, because uh, going outside, breathing fresh air, and bonding as a team is a, a wonderful thing with tangible impacts. The uh, U.S. National Library of Medicine has published serious uh, research on the effect of nature-themed recharge room, I believe, on healthcare workers and their uh, stress levels and anxiety. And the result urged uh, organizational leaders uh, to offer psychological support programs, uh, such as nature-themed recharge rooms to help reduce the healthcare workers' stress and anxiety. So this specific study was uh, geared toward healthcare workers. Uh, we don't need uh, here in Vancouver nat- nature-themed uh, recharge rooms because we have a beautiful nature in our backyard. So to your point, just go out there and enjoy the sights, enjoy the mountains, enjoy, enjoy the bike lanes. Also, Chris, the reason why I have a good appreciation of what you're achieving for your client is because I offer my clients uh, retreats and off-sites and the result is amazing. Tangible results on individuals, teams, and the overall uh, corporate culture. And the reason for that is you can only achieve so much through a team meeting or a Zoom meeting. Uh, You need to meet in person. You need to be able to build trust, to bond over a couple of activities, learn together. And that's what we are creating. That's the opportunity we're creating for these teams and organizations very difficult to bond when you're sitting across from a couple of continents and trying to communicate and collaborate. Most definitely. The ability to create new experiences um, outside of the office grind um, and to build and develop stronger interpersonal relationships with your fellow uh, teammates and, and, team members it just it 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 just takes those relationships and that culture of the organization to another level and and so what i'm working on now is bringing a culture of adventure into organizations because i realize that that's what's missing in most businesses today 
People talk about culture, but I'm all about living culture. And this is not something you put on a plaque and you frame up on the wall, like some values or a mission statement. This is take that plaque and throw it away and instead go for a walk in Wonder One. Take your team out just to the park. Take a Frisbee. Take a soccer ball. Whatever. It's like just get out of the bloody office and have a bit of fun. You know, you don't need to go for a day. You don't even need to go for a weekend necessarily, but just get out there and have a bit of fun for like half an hour or so. And everyone will come back in. They'll be laughing. They'll be energized. And they get back to work and they're so much more efficient and so much more productive. And you can take that to the next level. You talked about retreats. And yeah, I'm taking a group of people to Kilimanjaro this year. Um, But it's really about giving people the opportunity to also learn what they're capable of achieving. And uh, whether it's uh, retreats, uh, like you said, getting back to nature, that's where we belong. And so this is really about just getting to where we belong and connecting with ourselves, connecting with the environment, connecting with other people. Uh, and it's that break that that it's like hitting the reset button almost on our lives. It just gives us this completely new sense of focus. And in those times, we don't realize it, but our subconscious, the wheels of our subconscious are just spinning away and we get back into the office, you know, whatever, a week or so later. And wow, all of a sudden we've got all these great ideas and these new ideas and we're refreshed and we're energized and we're we're able to focus on what's truly important. And getting back, I just want to tie that back to where we started off. You know, these are the sorts of things that uh, will considerably reduce the likelihood of serious ailments because we're just, all we're doing is we're setting ourselves up for success by getting outside, going on some adventures, challenging ourselves, learning what we're capable of, bringing those new experiences back into our work environment and really forging a new path and a new um, direction. Thank you, Chris, for uh, sharing with us the concept of adventurepreneur. I do confirm to the audience that you are one. I believe we're going to go for a walk again Friday. I look forward to it. And thanks again for recording this podcast with me. Thank you. Since they recorded this podcast, the two restless travelers have visited the Dominican Republic, where they will host corporate retreats emphasizing ancestral wisdom and nature-based adventures. In November, Chris was the proud recipient of the Tech Canada Master Chair Excellence Award.